At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Send the Sports Betting Network. Scott Sattenberg here with you, the look ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network, coming to you from the Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas. Monday Night Football tonight will wrap up week four in the NFL. It was an exciting week four Sunday, which saw some outright upsets by some heavy underdog teams and then some heavy favorites just handling their business as well. The heaviest line of the day was the Buffalo Bills as a 17-point favorite over the Houston Texans, and they absolutely embarrassed them in Buffalo to the tune of a 40-0 whooping. Uh, Other teams that did well covering the high lines that we had out for these uh, games, Uh, Cowboys covered 4.5 easily against the Panthers, It was the Chiefs covering the seven against the Eagles, uh, the Packers covering the six and a half against the Steelers. Now, the Bucs failed to cover as a six to six and a half to seven point favorite over the Patriots. The betting splits on that game were absolutely absurd. At one point during the week, it was 97% to just 3% handle on the Buccaneers to cover that line. Our very own uh, Ben Fox here at VEASAN said one sportsbook director said, quote, biggest regular season game I can remember, meaning that, you know, the the Patriots full game covered uh, because everyone was betting on the Buccaneers. This was a big game. It was a standalone game, primetime, Sunday night football, Tom Brady and his return to New England for the first time, playing in front of those fans, uh, seeing Belichick, 
And going up against the rookie Mac Jones, Patriots defense played really well. Now it was rainy. The conditions might not have been the best. Uh, and the Bucks had certainly missing some guys uh, due to injury. But they get the victory. 19-17, the Patriots kicking a field goal. 56-yarder in the final minute that doinked off the upright. Uh, they wished that they could take that kick back and maybe get a couple of more yards before they kicked it. But that's, what, that's, how, that's how the game ended with uh, Nick Folk missing that kick from 56 yards. Off of the upright, Bucks get the victory, 19-17, but the Patriots cover the line. Let's run through the, uh, the schedule here as to what we saw in this entire week. It started on Thursday with the Bengals winning against the Jaguars, but the Jaguars covering the spread. Washington beat the Falcons 34-30. They covered the spread there. Bills dominate the Texans. They covered that line the Bears beat the Lions 24-14. They covered. The Cowboys covered against the Panthers, winning 36-28. The Colts win outright as underdogs, 27-17 over the Dolphins. Browns cover against the Vikings, 14-7. The Giants pick up their first win of the season, covering outright as a seven-point underdog in New Orleans. They win in overtime, 27-21. The Jets getting their first win of the season, covering as well as an underdog, winning outright, 27-24. The Chiefs cover the seven, beating the Eagles, 42-30. Cardinals cover outright as a small dog against the Rams. They win 37-20 in L.A. Seahawks, small two-and-a-half-point dog at the 49ers. They cover win outright, 28-21. Ravens cover the small one-point line. They win against the Broncos, 23-7. Packers cover the six-and-a-half, beating the Steelers by 10, 27-17. As we mentioned, the Bucks beat the Patriots, 19-17, but the Patriots did cover the spread. You know what's interesting? As I'm looking through this schedule on Sunday, So let's take away the Thursday night game. But just on Sunday, any underdog, I think the Patriots were the only underdog that covered but lost outright, but lost straight up. Every other underdog that covered, I believe, won their games outright. Let's see. The, uh... Yeah, the Giants won their game outright. The Jets won their game outright. Cardinals won their game outright. Seahawks won their game outright. Ravens, it was a one-point line, but then it flipped. They were a one-point underdog. Then they were a one-point favorite. So that game was pretty much a pick uh, and the Ravens win that one. But every other team that lost did not cover the spread, So except for the, the Patriots. So the Patriots were the only team on Sunday that lost and covered. Every other team lost and failed to cover. Falcons, Texans, Lions, Panthers, Dolphins, Vikings, Saints, Titans, Eagles, Rams, 49ers, Broncos, Steelers. All lost straight up and lost against the spread. That's an interesting little nugget. Let's take a look now at the lines for next week, shall we? Well, let's do it. Uh, Week 5 will kick off on Thursday night football with the Rams at the Seahawks. The Rams are a small one-point favorite on the road there. 
that line could change. Uh, it's at one and a half on DraftKings. We'll see where the money starts to come in there. The Jets and Falcons will play from Tottenham Hotspur Stadium in London. And the Falcons are a three-and-a-half-point favorite across the pond. Uh, the Packers will take on the Bengals in Cincinnati. Green Bay, three-and-a-half-point favorites. Lions and Vikings from Minnesota with the Vikes as an eight-point favorite. The Vikings lost straight up. And you know what that means. We hammer the Vikings coming up in this game. Mike Zimmer, 32-15 and 15 against the spread after a straight-up loss. Uh, Broncos will visit the Steelers. No word yet on... Who's going to be quarterback for the Broncos? The line opens up at even off the board in some other places because Teddy Bridgewater dealing with a concussion. Don't know about his availability for this game. Dolphins and Bucks from Tampa. There is no line on this one just yet. Uh, the Saints take on Washington, and the Saints are a one-point favorite on the road. Eagles visit Carolina. The Panthers are laying four at home. Titans at the Jaguars. Tennessee laying three and a half on the road there. No line between the Patriots and the Texans just yet. The Bears will go to Vegas to take on the Raiders. Raiders laying four and a half right now. Browns at the Chargers. That line currently a pick'em. The Giants will visit the Cowboys with the Cowboys as seven and a half point favorites. The Giants under Daniel Jones as quarterback are now 12-3 and against the spread as road underdogs. Take that for what it's worth. The 49ers will visit the Cardinals. Arizona is a four-and-a-half point favorite in that one. No word if it's going to be Trey Lance or Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo is undergoing an MRI on Monday for his calf but he thinks that he is going to be out for several weeks. So it could be the Trey Lance show. Uh, Trey Lance against Kyler Murray coming up in that game. Sunday Night Football will feature an AFC title game rematch. The Bills and the Chiefs from Arrowhead, and the Chiefs are a three-point favorite. And then Monday Night Football, the Ravens at home against the Colts. Colts coming off their first win of the season. Baltimore is a seven-point favorite in a matchup of, uh, you know, the former city where the Colts were. Uh, in Baltimore. So interesting uh, lines there for the week. And of course, we can't get to week five until we finish week four. And week four will resume or will conclude tonight with Monday Night Football from LA, the Chargers and the Raiders. Uh, That line is at three and a half for the Chargers over the Raiders. If you can get it at three, I like the Chargers at three. Three and a half to four, it becomes a different story. But I do like the Chargers. I think I'm, gonna, I'm just going to be on the Chargers all season. I think they're going to have a really good year. Um, a big Justin Herbert fan, um, and there's a reason why Brandon Staley was one of the favorites to be the coach of the year. So um, pretty good, uh, pretty good um, team that they got going on there. The total is 51 in that performance. I would go over. So I lean on the Chargers, and I like the over in that game uh coming up in a few minutes we're going to go through the prop bets for that game we'll pick out some props that we like uh which quarterbacks we think will go over which quarterbacks we think will go under but after four weeks in the nfl season it's usually the time where you kind of evaluate each team and it's a little different this year because it's not officially a quarter of the season 
every team is going to play 17 games as opposed to 16 games. So you're not necessarily breaking down the schedule in 4-4-4-4, which is what you would normally do in an NFL season. Like you normally would take your schedule and say, all right, if we finish 3-1 and one in every quarter, well, we're a 12-4 and four football team, right? Uh, or, you know, you go 2-2 two and two and you're 8-8, eight eight, obviously. So 3-1, and 2-2 two and two is what you want to be. If you go 4-0, and oh, like sometimes the Patriots used to do in December, then even better. Uh, but through these first four weeks, we can kind of get a feel now for who these teams are and who are the top teams and who are the teams that we're kind of disappointed in uh, so far through this season. We can reflect on where we see these teams and where we think that they're going. Uh, we have some futures we can update you as well on division winners, conference winner, and Super Bowl winner. Your best record right now, though, in the NFL is the Arizona Cardinals at 4-0. If the Raiders upset the Chargers on Monday night, then the Raiders will improve to 4-0. The Raiders are the only other undefeated team in the NFL besides those Arizona Cardinals. And there are two winless teams in the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Detroit Lions, both at 0-4. We're going to look at the futures. We're going to look at which teams we're going to fade and which teams we're going to buy in on for the remainder of uh, this season, or or at least the next quarter of the season. Coming up next, I'm Scott Seidenberg. It's The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Don't forget to follow on Twitter, at Scott's On Air and at VSIN Live. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so... 
there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Indeed helps find great hires fast. Indeed is your all-in-one platform for interviewing, screening, and hiring high-quality people. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Scott Seidenberg here, The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. And let's take a look at where teams are in the NFL after the first four weeks of the season. And yes, week four will conclude with Monday Night Football, the Raiders at the Chargers. You have one 4-0 team, and that is the Arizona Cardinals. The only 4-0 team, if the Raiders win against the Chargers, they can be 4-0 as well. Let's take a look at your 3-1 and teams. The Buffalo Bills, who dropped the first game of the season to the Steelers, don't know how after seeing the way that they played the past couple of weeks, but they have won three straight. They uh, feel very good about themselves. Cincinnati Bengals are three and one. The Baltimore Ravens, who lost to the Raiders in week one, they have won three straight. They are three and one. The Cleveland Browns, who lost their first game to the Chiefs, they have also won three straight. They are three and one. So three three and one teams in the AFC North. Uh, the Denver Broncos are three and one. They started the season three and zero before losing to those Ravens. And in the NFC, the Dallas Cowboys are three and one after losing their opening game to the Bucks. They have won three straight. The Green Bay Packers have also won three straight after dropping their opening game to New Orleans. They are three and one. The Bucks are three and one. The Panthers, after starting out three and zero. Losing to the Cowboys, they are now 3-1. and And the Rams, who started out 3-0 and but lost to the Cardinals, they are 3-1. and I mentioned earlier our two winless teams are the Detroit Lions at 0-4 and the Jacksonville Jaguars at 0-4. And congratulations to the Jets and Giants, who picked up their first wins uh, of the season. Uh, they are both 1-3. and Patriots are one and three. Dolphins one and three. Steelers one and three. Colts and Texans are one and three. 
uh, Eagles, Giants, Vikings, and uh, Falcons are one and three. The Vikings, by the way, at one and three, this is a team that is way better than this one and three record. Let's take a look at the futures before we talk about which teams we're going to buy in on and which teams we're completely just going to keep fading. Uh, To win the division, the Rams are your favorite in the NFC West at plus 150, Cardinals plus 175, then the Seahawks and 49ers are longer longer odds at plus 450, plus 650. In the AFC North, the Ravens are the favorite at minus 105, Browns at plus 120, Bengals plus 900, Steelers plus 2,000. AFC East, the Bills are minus 500. Uh, the Colts are plus 220. Uh, excuse me, the Patriots are plus 650. Dolphins plus 850. Jets plus 5,000. Crazy, right? AFC South, the Titans are your favorite at minus 280. Colts plus 225. Jaguars plus 3,500. Texans plus 3,500. AFC West, Chiefs are your favorite at minus 110. Chargers plus 300. Broncos plus 450. Raiders. Plus 500. The Raiders right now that are 3-0, that if they beat the Chargers would be 4-0, right now they're plus 500 to win the division. They're your fourth favorite out of the four teams in that division. In the NFC, the Packers are your favorite in the North, minus 350. Vikings plus 350. Bears plus 1,000. Lions plus 10,000. The NFC East, Cowboys are your favorite, minus 250. Washington plus 350. Eagles plus 900. Giants plus 1,400. NFC South, Bucks minus 450, Saints plus 500, Panthers plus 1,000, Falcons plus 5,000. And then no odds in the NFC West. So don't have any updated odds in the NFC West. Oh, yeah, I did. I said at the beginning, the Rams at plus 150 are your favorite there. As far as the NFC Conference, your Bucks are still the favorite, plus 225, followed by the Rams plus 450, Packers plus 600, Cardinals plus 800, Cowboys, plus 1,000. In the AFC, Chiefs are your favorite, plus 300, Bills, plus 350, Ravens, plus 600, Browns, plus 650, Chargers, plus 1,000. And to win the Super Bowl, Bucks are the favorite at plus 500, Chiefs next at plus 600, then the Bills at plus 750, the Rams at plus 800. Your 4-0 Arizona Cardinals, plus 1,600 to win the Super Bowl. As far as the teams that I think that are worth buying now or teams that are worth fading, uh, I think the Buffalo Bills are worth buying. The Buffalo Bills have looked like a different team over the last three weeks than they did in week one against the Steelers. This is the team now that everyone kind of expected them to be this season. Tough game against the Chiefs coming up for, for sure. Because that's you know they're, they're they're underdogs on the road. It's going to be a tough battle against the team that's favored to you know represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. But this could be another preview, just like it's a rematch of the AFC title game. Could be a preview of the AFC title game. Uh, these two teams look like they are the teams that we expect them to. But look at the next couple of games for the Bills, right? Dolphins, Jaguars, Jets, Colts. Those are all. Games that they will be favored in, all games that they should win. I'm buying the Buffalo Bills. Uh, as as we continue to look at the list, um, I'm gonna fade. Can I? I don't know if I can fade them. 
I'm going to hold off on saying fade them for now. But the Dallas Cowboys are playing really well. Really well. They lost their first game to the Bucs, a game that they could have won. Okay, Dallas played good in that game. They beat the Chargers, they dominated the Eagles, and they really, really looked good against this Panthers defense. Uh, I think they're, even though they're seven and a half point favorites, I think it's a dangerous spot against the Giants. Divisional game, we know what the Giants have done on the road. Look at what they just did as a seven point underdog going into New Orleans. So I think it could be a dangerous game if they're not careful. Then the Cowboys have to go to the Patriots. Then the Cowboys have to go to the Vikings. They then welcome in the Broncos. It's not an easy four-game stretch here for the next quarter of the season for the Dallas Cowboys. I think there's a chance that they could go one and three. Two and two is probably more likely, but there's a chance they can go one and three in these next four games. So I would hold off on buying the Dallas Cowboys right now for the next quarter of the season. Uh, Elsewhere, I think that the Green Bay Packers are worth a buy. They have certainly, you know, fought through some tough games and found themselves winners of three straight, beating the Lions, the 49ers, and now the Steelers. They have the Bengals coming up. And then the Bears and Washington, three winnable games before a very, uh, it'll be a Thursday night game against the Cardinals. That's going to be a great game. Packers-Cardinals coming up on October 28th. So um, one to look forward to, right? Uh, But they can go three and one, certainly, in their next uh, four games. As for those Cardinals, let's take a look at what they have going on for the next four games. They play against the 49ers at home. Then they go to Cleveland to take on the Browns. Then they're home against the Texans before being home against the Packers. That's a tough stretch. Sands the Texans game. uh, Two and two is very possible. Even one and three is possible. I think it's more likely to be two and two, but uh, I don't think three and one is in their cards. I certainly don't think four and oh is in their cards. It's funny that I said cards, and I'm talking about the cards, right? Uh, How about the Seattle Seahawks, who looked like the vintage Seattle Seahawks against the 49ers here? This schedule, they get the Rams next week, Steelers, they should win that game, and then they have the Saints and the Jaguars. Pretty easy stretch over the next four games for the Rams. The Minnesota Vikings are a team that I think is so interesting because... This game against the Browns was tough. Low-scoring, defensive battle. They took a 7-0 lead, and that's really all they got for the rest of the game. And there were several drives that just kind of, you know, stalled out for them. There's so many punts in that second half. It was a really boring uh, uh, outing. And then, you know, I think the interception kind of did them in when Kirk Cousins um, threw the pick there uh, in the fourth quarter, I believe it was. And that's it. You know, they lose 14-7. to But the Vikings now, they have the Lions coming up, should win that game. Then they're at the Panthers. It's a tough game there. Then they host the Cowboys. Another tough game, but should be winnable. And then they're at the Ravens. They're at the Chargers. They host the Packers. They're at the 49ers. 
This is going to be a rough stretch for the Minnesota Vikings, and it might not be the season that Minnesota fans were hoping to have. It's a very, very tough stretch for those Minnesota Vikings. Uh, those are some teams that we're taking a look at for the next uh, couple of games and projecting forward as far as uh, buying or really fading uh, in the NFL. I'm Scott Seidenberg. We'll continue to break down the NFL and some college football lines as well. Coming up next, it's the look ahead here on VCN, the Sports Betting Network. This is the look ahead on VCN, the Sports Betting Network. Scott Sadenberg here, the look ahead on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Uh, coming up in a few minutes, we will get to some props for the Monday night football game between the Raiders and the Chargers. Uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't acknowledge what a great regular season it was in Major League Baseball that has concluded on Sunday with the potential to be pretty crazy with all the scenarios that could have played out, but it wound up not being so crazy because the Yankees, Red Sox, and Giants all won outright. So the uh, Giants did clinch the NL West, meaning that the Dodgers are your wild card team, and the Yankees and Red Sox both win, so they will match up in the American League wild card game. The Mariners lose 7-3 to the Angels. The Mariners will extend the longest postseason drought in North American sports to another season. They haven't made a postseason since 2001. And the Blue Jays, feel bad for the Blue Jays, but, you know, you start looking back at some of the losses that they had all season long, maybe some of the losses this past week, and uh, you wonder what if. The Blue Jays finish uh, one game outside of a playoff spot, 91-71, and 71, a tremendous season for them. They had a plus 183 run differential. The only teams that had a better run differential than the Toronto Blue Jays in the American League, the Tampa Bay Rays, and the Houston Astros, and in the National League, the Dodgers and the Giants. That's it. Other than that, no team had a better run differential than the Toronto Blue Jays. and uh, But they go 6-4 and four in their last 10 games. That's not going to get you into the postseason. Uh, they had opportunities, and uh, if you look through their schedule, they swept the Orioles, which is what they had to do. But before that, they lost 2-3 of three to the Yankees. All they had to do was win one of those games. And... They'd be in a game 163, uh, right, uh, coming up here on Monday. You know, they also lost two games to the Twins last week. The lowly Twins. You can't lose those games and, and make the postseason. Not how you make the, it's just not what you do. Uh, so congratulations to the teams that are in, um, and now you project forward to the American League Wild Card game on Tuesday and the National League Wild Card game on Wednesday. Then the ALDS will begin uh, on Thursday and the NLDS will begin on Friday. So first up on Tuesday, it is the American League Wild Card game between the Yankees and the Red Sox from beautiful Fenway Park. And the pitching matchup will be 
Garrett Cole for the Yankees against Nathan Yavaldi for the Red Sox. The Yankees are a minus 120 favorite in that game. Uh, the total is eight and a half for that game. The Red Sox are even money, and uh, the run line is very interesting. Yankees at minus a run and a half is plus 140. The Red Sox at plus a run and a half, minus 160. Chris Sale started for the Red Sox in this final game on Sunday, and they took him out early. He, and I think that that was done by strategy. One, he he didn't have it. He gave up two runs in two and a third innings. He threw 62 pitches. He struck out seven batters, so the strikeout numbers were there. But uh, he walked in a run there, and at that point, I think um, Alex Cora needed to bring in one of his best relievers uh, in Sawamura to get him out of the inning and uh, not extend that lead for the uh, Nationals. And then Garrett Richards comes in, and then the the Nationals scored more. It was a 5-1 game before the Red Sox came back and won. But anyway, because Sale only threw 62 pitches, I wonder if that means that he would be available uh, on short rest, if you will, to pitch the American League division, if they win against the Yankees, to uh, pitch on Thursday. No, one, two, three. I guess he would pitch on Friday in game two of the ALDS, if that's how it would work out, if the Red Sox get there. Now, could you bring him in in relief in the wild card game. And, and, and hear me out. It's happened before. And it would be, I guess, that kind of throw day, that side session day. I mean, you'd only have him out there for probably 15 to 20 pitches, right? But in a key spot, Yankees, Red Sox, Fenway Park, wild card game. You know, he only threw 62 pitches on Sunday. Can you get 20 pitches out of him? And he faces a couple of batters and ends an inning. And you avoid the three-batter rule if he finishes an inning. Maybe that's how uh, Alex Cora's playing it. Maybe that's why he took him out after a certain amount of pitches. What we do know is that Garrett Cole will be on the hill for the Yankees coming up in this game on Tuesday. Uh, Garrett Cole, up and down the past couple of games. He was the favorite for the American League Cy Young Award. I don't think that's the case anymore. Robbie Ray is probably going to win it because the past couple of starts for Garrett Cole, seven runs on 10 hits in five and two-thirds against the Indians. Three runs on five hits in six innings against the Red Sox. Five runs on nine hits in six innings against the Blue Jays. You give up 15 runs in your last three starts? That's not how you win the Cy Young. And full disclosure, I said that Garrett Cole was going to win this award. And my reasoning was that he would have these games down the stretch like the start against Boston, like the start against Toronto, that would mean something for the Yankees' postseason push. I didn't expect him to give up a combined eight runs in those two starts, though. 
So uh, Garrett Cole not going to win the award. It's going to go to Robbie Ray. But Garrett Cole will start this wild card game against the Red Sox. And uh, like I said, small line, minus 120 for the Yankees and even money for the Red Sox. The National League wild card game, very interesting. Dodgers-Cardinals from Dodger Stadium on Wednesday. Max Scherzer, Adam Wainwright. Max Scherzer, you want to talk about the, the last couple of starts not being ideal. Max Scherzer's last couple of starts, he allowed five runs on 11 hits in five and a third innings to the Padres. He allowed five runs on six hits in five innings to the Rockies. Two back-to-back bad outings for Max Scherzer after eight or so starts in which he was absolutely dominant. So which Max Scherzer are you getting? And then there's Adam Wainwright, who has had a very nice season, but he also gave, gave up a bunch of runs in his past couple of starts. The Dodgers in this game are, are minus 225. That is such a high number for a playoff game. The Cardinals are plus 185. The total is 7.5. The Dodgers on the run line, minus a run and a half, is plus 100, so even money there. The Cardinals on the run line at plus a run and a half is minus 120. Uh, If I had to make a pick now on both of these games, and again, we'll we'll make picks when it comes to the, the day of, but right now I lean Yankees. And because I don't like the way the Red Sox have played lately. And I lean Cardinals just because of the value. Plus 185. And maybe the better value might be on the plus or one and a half. It's only minus 120. You would expect it to be, you know, like the Red Sox are plus at minus 160 for plus or one and a half. Playoff games are always tightly contested. This one just could be a one run game. And uh, getting that plus a run and a half, you know, especially with the guaranteed ninth at bat, I kind of like it at minus 120. Uh, But more on that game when we get closer to that game. Uh, Those are your uh, wild card game odds. The Brewers are a minus 150 favorite over the Braves in the entire series for the NLDS. And the Astros are a small 125 favorite over the White Sox in the ALDS. And uh, we don't know who Tampa will face, and we don't know who the Giants will face just yet. They will get the wild card winners. Both Tampa and the Giants will have the home field advantage. Uh, As far as team futures, Dodgers are still your favorite to win the World Series at plus 380. Uh, The Dodgers are your favorite to win the National League. The Astros are your favorite to win the American League. We'll get into Monday Night Football coming up next. The prop bets for the Raiders and the Chargers. I'm Scott Seidenberg. It's The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, from this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the look ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Make this football season your best sports betting season ever. Start your VSIN free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts, including 24 7 video streaming, daily best bet emails, betting splits with the money, and ticket percentages on every game 
plus full access to vcin.com data and analysis. You get everything vcin has to offer for only $22 per month. Sign up now at vcin.com slash subscribe. Scott Sadenberg back here with you. The look ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Coming up this morning on Follow the Money, Michael Lombardi, VSIN host, former NFL executive, will join the program at 8 a.m. And then at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, Kenny White, professional football handicapper, will join the program as well. Let's take a look at this Monday night football game tonight between the Raiders and the Chargers. The Chargers are a three and a half point favorite, but the Raiders at plus three and a half is juiced. To minus 115. In fact, taking a look at the current betting splits data on uh, VEASAN.com, according to DraftKings, the majority of the money, 74% of the money, is currently on the Raiders at plus three. The tickets are split. Percentage of bets are split. 51-49. But the percentage of the handle, 74% on the Raiders plus three, and 26% on the Chargers, minus three. 69% of the handle and the bets are both on the over 51 to 31% on the under. Uh, just real quick, if you want to compare the public, you know, the, the handle percentage for this week, uh, if you look at where everything was this week, 80% of the handle was on the Cowboys, they covered. 61% on the Browns, they covered. was on the Lions, they did not cover. 54% was on the Bills, they covered. 54% on the Colts, they covered. 96% on the Chiefs, they covered. 73% on the Saints, they did not. 89% on the Titans, they did not. 61% on Washington, they did. 65% on the Rams, no go. 82% on the Seahawks, yes, they covered. 61% on the Ravens, they covered. 90% on the Packers, they covered. 95% 95% on the Bucks, no go. 74% is here on the Raiders at the plus three mark. Taking a look at the prop bets for this game. And uh, let's start with the quarterbacks, shall we? For the quarterbacks, Derek Carr, 282.5 passing yards. And Justin Herbert, 302 passing yards. Now, Derek Carr has been phenomenal this season. He is having a tremendous year. He's got 1,203 passing yards so far this season. He has thrown for 386 yards against Miami, 382 yards against Pittsburgh, and 435 yards against Baltimore. The line here is at 282. I know the defense for the Chargers is pretty decent. Pass rush is good as well. But under 300 for Derek Carr, I think it's a little bit of a gift on the line considering the numbers that he has put up this season. I'll go over 282 for Derek Carr. Justin Herbert, meanwhile, is over 302.5. Justin Herbert this season has passed for 956 yards. He threw for 281 against Kansas City, threw for 338 against Dallas, and 337 against Washington. You already know I'm on the over in this game, so I think both quarterbacks go over their passing yards. So I'll go over 282 on Derek Carr, and I'll go over 302 for Justin Herbert. 
I think both quarterbacks will exceed. As far as the rushing yards, Austin Eckler, he leads the way here at 56.5 rushing yards. Austin Eckler, 56.5. So far this season, it's been a mixed bag for Eckler running the football. He had 55 yards against Kansas City, 54 yards against Dallas, 57 yards against Washington. Receiving is where he has uh, made up some 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 yardage as well. He had 61 receiving yards against Dallas. He had 52 receiving yards against Kansas City. So uh, instead of looking at his rushing yards at 56.5, let's take a look at his rushing plus receiving yards at 97.5, and I'll go over. I think he gets over 100 yards combined rushing and receiving. Speaking of receiving yards, uh, Brian Edwards at 34.5 is an interesting one because Brian Edwards has had himself a nice season for the uh, Raiders. He um, has kind of exceeded a little bit of expectations. He's got 210 yards in uh, the three games. He had 89 yards against Miami, 40 against Pittsburgh, and 81 against Baltimore. So to get Brian Edwards at 34.5, I think that's a good bet for him to go over. Uh, Hunter Renfro, 49.5. Now, Renfro's a guy who is just all over the field at all times. And it it's the reception numbers are going to be there. The yardage numbers have been there the past couple of games. Uh, 70 in week one, 57 in week two, 77 in week three. His total here is at 49 and a half. He's a, a safe bet, I think, to go over. I really do like uh, his numbers to go over. And then uh, don't see a line here on Mike Williams uh, on DraftKings. But I do see a line on Keenan Allen at 82 and a half. Uh, Mike Williams, I see a line on his receptions, not his yards, but receptions for Mike Williams. Five and a half is his total over under. Mike Williams has proven to be a very reliable target for uh, Justin Herbert. In fact, you could make the argument that he is the number one receiver on this team, not Keenan Allen. I know that's crazy, but Mike Williams has 22 catches for 295 yards and four touchdowns. Keenan Allen's got 21 catches for 258 and a touchdown. Uh, in terms of the reception numbers, Mike Williams has had seven catches, seven catches, and eight catches. So his number is at five and a half. Compared to Keenan Allen's number of seven and a half, I would go over the five and a half for Mike Williams. Now let's take a look at the uh, touchdown props to score a touchdown in this game. Austin Eckler, your favorite, minus one twenty. Mike Williams is minus one ten. Keenan Allen plus one hundred. Josh Jacobs plus one hundred five. Peyton Barber plus one hundred five. Darren Waller. Plus 125. With all of these players at very low odds to score a touchdown, how could you not bet the over in this game? Uh, Mike Williams, I said, has four touchdowns already for the um, for the uh, Chargers as far as receiving. Uh, he leads the team in touchdowns. I think Mike Williams is a safe bet to score. Uh, I look at Darren Waller for the Raiders 
as the guy who I would kind of put in the end zone. Waller so far this season only has the one touchdown, but he's got 33 targets on the season. He by far leads the Raiders in targets. So I think Derek Carr is going to go to him. Derek Carr is going to target him often. And uh, I think Darren Waller finds the end zone plus 125 would be my play there. Uh, Now, how about a fun one? Let's try and get a long shot here. A long shot touchdown score. Brian Edwards plus 290. Not terrible. Chargers defense plus 450. Derek Carr to run one in himself is plus 450. Where's Justin Herbert to run one in? Plus 250. Eh, Would have liked to see that a little bit higher. Yeah, don't really see any other. Zay Jones plus 750. That's certainly a long shot. Raiders defense plus 550. Another long shot as well. Hunter Renfro plus 260. So nothing that really attractive in terms of your longer shot odds. Uh, To score two or more touchdowns, Austin Eckler, plus 400. Mike Williams, plus 500. Those aren't bad. I kind of like, don't hate those at all. Uh, And if you think Eckler can find the end zone three times, plus 2,200. If you want to have some fun, some crazy fun. Uh, Again, the betting splits right now, 74% of the handle is on the Raiders at plus three. Line is currently at three and a half with a total of 51. And the official play for me is just going to be on the over. I think this game does go over the posted total. Primetime overs uh, this past week, not so good with the under on Thursday and the under on Sunday, which means I'm going over on Monday. I'm Scott Seidenberg. You can follow me on Twitter at ScottsOnAir, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Once again, coming up this morning on Follow the Money, Michael Lombardi and Kenny White will join the program, and uh, we're going to continue to break down the week ahead in the NFL and college football, and I can't wait for these Major League Baseball postseason games as well. It's the look ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters— With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.